Welcome to the New Clothes Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sinsmere, and I'm so glad that you joined me. I know God has something for you today. He sees you and He loves you, so I can't wait. Let's get started. Let's sit for a while. Talk of His love. Talk of His mercy. Power from above. He's given us Oh, it's been a few days, and I apologize that I have not been consistent. Uh, If you've been listening for any time or you know me personally, you know that I'm never in the same spot uh, for long. And so recently I've been back in Michigan visiting my family for Christmas. Uh, My parents got sick. Now I'm taking care of them. I got the medicine. I got ginger teas for them. I, or I made ginger tea for them. Um, but I stopped staying at their house for a little bit because I'm going to see my husband tonight uh, for a week. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be sick. Uh, so And even my mom was like, don't stay here. So I stayed over at my son's house the last few days and just haven't really had a lot of time to myself or a space all to myself to to do this. And so here I am today. I am getting ready to leave. This is my last day in Michigan. I'm uh, just a little personal time with you here is I'm going to go see my mom's doctor with her. She had surgery about 12 weeks ago. So she's finally hoping to get her boot cast off. And then I'll be packing up my clothes. Um, My friend is coming to pick me up, take me to the airport. Another friend is going to pick me up in Florida, and then Junior comes in. I come into Florida about 6. He comes into Orlando about midnight. So I will be there. to. Somebody will pick me up at the 6 o'clock run, and I will be there to pick him up at the midnight run. But So if you think about me, uh, just there's always a little bit of emotion as you transition from place to place. And being that we just don't have we're not settled, right? I'm not settled. So pray that you just be, or ask that you just pray that I would have a calm heart, really just enjoy the time I have with Junior and prepare for going back to the DR. So anyways, that is not the devotional time, but I just wanted to share my heart with you for a moment this morning. So we're going to go back to Joshua today and actually the exact same verses that we talked about the last time we were together. So if you didn't listen to it last time, you get to hear the verse again. We're going to look at the same verses, but from a different point of view. So last time we talked about Joshua 1, and we started in 10, and basically went through, I mean, you could basically go 10 to the end of the chapter. But today we're just going to read through 15, I guess. It says, Joshua then commanded the officers of Israel, go through the camp and tell the people to get their provisions ready. In three days, you will cross the Jordan River and take possession of the land the Lord your God has given you. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half-tribe of Manasseh. He told them, remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. The Lord your God is giving you a place of rest. He has given you this land. 
Your wives and children and livestock may remain here in the land Moses assigned to you on the east side of the Jordan River. But your strong warriors, fully armed, must lead the other tribes across the Jordan to help them conquer their territory. Stay with them until the Lord has given them rest as he has given you rest. Until they too possess the land the Lord your God has given them. So last time we were together, we talked about the fact that if you have, if you have won um, a battle in your life, you've got victory somewhere in your life, and you are now at rest. It's no longer as a stronghold over you. You're no longer a slave to it, and you've gotten rest. God really commands us to go fight for those who haven't yet conquered that. They say that oftentimes our biggest point of ministry as our lowest point where we were broken and we needed the most grace because we can walk others through it, right? I'm able to walk others through the fact that I know what it feels like to be broken. I know what it feels like to feel ashamed and lost and like everybody will just reject you. I know what that felt like. I know what it felt like to be at the lowest moment in my life an adulteress, a divorced woman, a woman who struggled in her marriage, even in her second marriage, I struggled because I came into my marriage a very, very broken person, my second marriage, so fast after my divorce. And so God has allowed me victories in my life. I've conquered different things. And so I get to, this. the whole reason I do this podcast is just to show you that you can be empowered even after dark spots in your life, even after dark moments, even after the ugliest moments, the time of slavery. God wants to give you rest, and there is ways to get that rest, and I want to fight that battle with you. And I encouraged you, if there's things in your life that you've gotten victory, go and do that for someone else. Stand beside them until they get freedom. But today I want to look at the opposite side of that equation. Excuse me. If we are struggling and we want victory, we have to seek counsel and seek help. It's so often we, Satan wants us to stay alone. Like, you got this, you can do this, you don't need any help, you got this on your own. There's nothing you need, just, you know, just you and God, you and God, you know, and that's great. It is you and God, but there's, there's the word of God and there's other people. God puts people in our lives to give us counsel, to give us the strength we need. James 1.5 says, if you need wisdom, ask your generous God and he will surely give it to you. He won't rebuke you for asking for wisdom. He's not going to rebuke you when you say, Lord, I don't know how to change. You know, I had to, I had to change in my marriage because Junior and I were in a really rough place when we first got married. We loved each other, you know, quote unquote, deeply, but we were two messed up people. And I was sure that I was not going to get a divorce again. And, and I mean, we fought hard. We loved hard and we fought hard. And I remember in my garden one day saying, Lord, I'm not getting a divorce. So um, I'm going to live in this situation. And so if you're not going to change the situation, 
change me. Help me to know how to find how to find joy in my life through this situation. Help me to know how to be a better wife. If there's something I can do to change my marriage, show me. I need wisdom. And then I, I actively looked and looked at the four things that would give me healing. Um, and so we have to be open to that. If you're in a moment where you're struggling spiritually, you're struggling financially, you're struggling emotionally or in a relationship, ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom, but then be willing to accept it. We could go to some of our Proverbs. I mean, Proverbs have great things, right? Let me see. I had one here. Proverbs 18.15 says, Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. Are you ready to learn? Are your ears open to knowledge? Because the reality is, now I'm, I'm talking to people who are like me, so you might not be like me, and I might be the only one that ever struggles with this, but if somebody gives me advice that's different than what I think is right, I tend to just like, you don't know anything, right? And poo-poo it. Or I think, what, you don't think I'm smart enough? You think you don't think I'm doing my job well enough? You think I need to correct myself? I don't always take correction well. And the Lord has really um, chastised me a little bit in that over this past year, that the more that I am open and I don't get offended if somebody is trying to teach me something, the more I can actually learn. Proverbs 19 Eight says to acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. I'm going to give you an example of this. Okay. In the past, if my board, you guys know, I'm just always completely, probably way too honest with you all. But in the past, if somebody would question something um, about what we're doing or how something was spent or I don't know what, I would like start feeling my chest tighten, my heart race. And I would, when I'd get nervous, I'd start talking fast and I can't breathe. And then I'm trying to talk fast. And then I kind of start sounding like I'm really aggressive and abrasive. And, and it was because I couldn't separate just, it, it was never, our board was not judgmental towards me ever, ever. But if I thought, that anybody, I almost had it in my own mind that if they questioned anything, they were judging that we weren't doing it right. And I would put up these blocks. And I can tell you what, you don't learn when you do that. I could, I could feel that anxiousness in me. Oh my word, you know, my boss, quote unquote, is, is this, and we're just trying to do that. And how, don't they even know? And, how, and it would be terrible. I would, I would get flustered. I would get frustrated. I would shut down and I wouldn't learn. Now, fast forward. Yesterday, um, I, I went and I met with an 84-year-old gentleman. He's, if, I don't know if I've shared this testimony and maybe I need to share it about computers, but God met, I met this man on the plane going to Florida. He gave me like a the whole plane ride coaching session of leadership and and teamwork and networking and what, you know, what your staff need and how do you grow. And um, he ended up helping us purchase 20 new computers for our ministry. And he's just continued to connect with us. And yesterday I connected with him. Uh, I met him here in Michigan. And 
he had given me some pamphlets, some different, um, I would say like lessons, basically little things that he had. He was a large consultant. Like he helped multi-million dollar um, businesses merge. And so he knew how to work with people. He knew how to help different cultures merge. He knew, he knows so, so much. I met him after I specifically prayed that James 1-5 prayer. If God, if you lack wisdom, ask God. I wanted to grow. I wanted our ministry to grow. I wanted to grow as a leader. I wanted to, I realized that I could only grow our ministry as, as far as I was, as, as smart as I was. And the reality is I'm not that smart. And I don't say that to put myself down, but I have a lot to learn. I have a lot I know, but I know that I have a lot to learn. And I, I've come to that realization is that only when we admit we have something to learn, can we learn. So I'm having this conversation with, with Bill, um, and he's asking me questions, and I'm so flustered because I don't get where he's taking me, and I'm trying to think the way he's thinking, and I'm, I'm like, oh, you know, and, and, and in the past, I would think, oh, I'm such an idiot, or oh, he must think, you know, how will he continue to support us if he knows that I don't, I'm not that smart, but because I was stretched by somebody who was smarter than me, who had gone through, who had gotten to a place that I want to be, I was able to learn. I took takeaways. I recorded it. I took some notes. And now I have things that, and I have some, some homework to do on how to grow. But I could have gotten flustered and thought, you know what? Or I could have tried to just act like I knew it all and not accept help. What if the Israelites in this fat in this moment said, you guys just stay on that side of the river. We are fine. We can do this. You did it. I can do it too. And we don't need your help. What would have happened? You know, someone can help us, but we have to allow them to help us. So I want you to just do a self-check today. Are there things in your life that you want help with, that you need wisdom with, so that you can conquer a certain battle. Are you open to receive wise counsel? Now I'm going to say wise counsel here. Because you want to look to people who have gotten their victory. You want to look to people who have gotten their rest. They've already left slavery and they have found their rest. They have had victory. They know how to do it. They've gotten there. If, if you're struggling in your marriage and you're going to your divorced friends for wise counsel, you might not get it. Now, if you, or you go to your friends who are struggling in their marriage too, boy, it can be easy right? For everybody to complain about their husbands altogether and we're not really lifting each other up. It, it could be easy. That doesn't mean we don't, we don't talk with those people, but that might not be where you get all of your advice from, okay? If we're trying to lose weight, it's great to have a buddy who's trying to lose weight too, but it's also great to follow somebody who's already done it. They know the struggles and this is how they conquered them and they're going to give you some battle tips and they're going to give you help. 
If you're in a very broken spot, in a very ugly spot, it might be easier to commiserate with somebody that's in a very broken spot just like you. It's easier to face them. They understand you. They feel you. You know, they're not going to judge you because they're just down in the dumps too. They're down in the miry clay. They're broken. But they might not have the way out of that pit. You want to look for somebody who's gotten out of that pit. Make sure that you're open to wise counsel. God is a generous God. Or James 1.5 tells us that he's a generous God. Ask your generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But then we got to think back to Proverbs. Wise counsel. Accepting discipline. It says over and over again, those who are willing to be disciplined. And it's not discipline like spanked and beaten. It's, it's that discipline of the mind. It's that, it's that holding accountable. It's that learning process. Are you willing to be taught? Are you willing to say, I don't got this. I, I'm not the smartest in this. You know, I, I, I'm struggling. And if somebody could lead the way, I would do better. And it might not be a person. It could be books. I did a lot of books. But you have to read the books to do it. You have to apply the books. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. And ask the Holy Spirit to bring the right things in. I want to encourage you this year. Let's have a year of growth. The Lord gave me the word restoration this year. And I'm so thrilled with that word. Because I've been through a lot of broken, even through all the healing. I've done a lot of self-healing. And now it's time for restoration. And I believe that that goes out to people who are listening. That restoration word is for my family. That restoration word is for the kids in our ministry. That restoration word is for you. I've gotten through really dark moments. I've gotten through really dark moments of despair. And I want to encourage you. I want to love on you. I want to let you know that you are powerful. The Holy Spirit, if you have given your life to the Lord, if you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, if you've gotten out of that boat and started following Jesus, the Holy Spirit is living in you. And we know that that's the same Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. It's powerful. You have, you are connected to the source, the God of the universe, the God of angels' armies. You're connected to him. He's living. He's chosen you as a temple. You're connected to a very powerful source that makes you powerful. God has given you the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind and discipline. He's got your back. I've got your back. Open yourself up. Be willing to learn. Let's make this year a year of of restoration, a year of learning, a year of growth. God bless you. I love you. 
and I will talk to you soon.